Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. On the show today, we have Brent Carter, Rutherford County Emergency Medical Services, joining us. Summertime here, and we're going to give you some uh, safety tips, some things to think about as you head out and about. How are you, sir? I'm doing good, sir. How are you? Awesome. Doing great. Summertime is, is, it's always, comes around, and then we're always surprised by how hot it gets. I don't know why we get surprised. It (laughs) happens every year, you know? I mean, today is nice, but it's still kind of muggy out there, but, you know. It's going to get hot. One one never knows never. what Mother Nature is going to do. Nope, it's Tennessee. Give it a couple hours, it'll change. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it could be, uh, you know, I guess if anything, we've learned that Mother Nature does whatever she wants. It could be uh, rain and a little coolish and then turn around, it's 100 degrees. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Trees and plants don't know whether to grow or hide. I know. You know? <laughs> I know. But um, so some of the things that we want to talk about, I guess, obviously, you know, typically you get that first heat uh, heat wave going and people are, you know, talking about, well, it gets this hot in cars and you know, we're going to fry an egg here and all that kind of stuff. You well, know, you know, that's that's kind of <laughs> why I, I picked this topic today, because we forget you know it's been cool days are getting nice now people are getting out and about they got schools are out you know they may not be used to having kids or their pets even you know going on walks um in their vehicles so that's a big a big thing is the temperatures that will increase in those cars and we're not used to it we've been off for a while you know Mm-hmm. Um, kids have not been in the cars. Animals have been running around with us. Now we're all out and about. We're going to the lakes. We're going to the parks. It's something that we need to start thinking about. So do you all typically get calls in, in the summertime with, you know, maybe they've locked their pet or, or maybe even a child, unfortunately, or, or something inside of a car? And Every year we have. Every some, year? Yeah, every year. I, the exact numbers I cannot give you, but... You know, every year we're getting phone calls, um, child locked in a car, dogs locked in the car, you know, 911's getting the dispatchers and or they're getting them all. And we've had some fatalities because of it. You know, they just forgot. Hmm. They got busy and sidetracked and forgot. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's one of those things that it's almost like it's second nature, but sometimes you do just forget if yeah. you know your child usually doesn't sleep on a car ride but they were worn out and they do that afternoon and then all of a sudden you you forget they're back there i'm gonna run in and grab some groceries real quick you know leave them and even if you crack a window it doesn't decrease the temperatures rising that fast you know so it's i know you don't want to wake them up but be on the safe side you know, wake them up, carry them in there with you. Because, and I'll give you some stats right now. I mean, within 10 minutes, you know, a car can heat up 20 degrees. So even with the temperatures right now, it's, last I looked at my car, it was 77 degrees outside right now, today. You know, left unattended, windows up, you're looking 70, it'd be 94 degrees inside that car in 10 minutes. 
and body temperatures of kids and animals they increase three to five times faster um, than an adult so where you might be able to hang out there for 10 15 minutes without the car running you know their little bodies they just can't do it yeah and um in 12 minutes it's even 75 degrees you're at a fatal stage wow i mean so i i guess it's the the temperature inside being all closed up and there's there's no air circulating and it just it the the heat rises plus cars are metal so yep. cars are metal the heat waves going through the windshields you know heating up that seat well then you got conduction that's going to radiate i mean it just it all adds up together yeah you know i'm i'm from out west lighters the butane lighters i've seen them blow up sitting on a dashboard not doing nothing just blow up and blow a windshield out really I mean, it'll get that hot goodness yeah um my daughter has a, a different vehicle than she had last summer and has gone and and bought one of those steering wheel covers because mm-hmm. her her steering wheel is is i guess leather or whatnot and it's always hot to the touch whenever yeah. she gets in the car oh yeah so. i mean think about it when we get to 90 degrees or not over 90 degrees say 95 degrees in 10 minutes we're at 114 degrees yeah you know inside that car so now we've just chopped it down where if an animal or if a child's in that car you know seven eight minutes six minutes it it could be fatal the the hotter it is outside too i guess the um, easier it is for a car to heat up really quickly yeah like I said, it's about 18 to 20 degrees about every 10 minutes. So you figure the math. If we hit 90, if we hit 100 in 10 minutes, it's going to be 118, 120 degrees in that car. So what are some ideas? I mean, people, pets, I mean, all, all of these uh, things could be uh, left inside of, of a vehicle. What are some ideas to maybe prevent that from happening? I mean, you know, just get used to checking your back seat. When you get out of the car, turn around, look, check your back seat, get a reminder. You know, if the kid's asleep and you forgot, you've been on talking on your phone, you get in the shopping center, you know, you turn your car off and you're ready to go shopping because you forgot the kid's asleep, so everything's been quiet. So just getting a big habit of, you know, checking not only your surroundings, but also check the back of your vehicles, your mm-hmm. trucks, whatever. And, um, there there is there's really no safe point here in this is kind of the bottom line yeah it's a give or take you know i mean you either forget them and hopefully somebody comes around and finds them in there and calls 911 you know or you get back out there and you're calling 911 right. which we don't want to happen you know also teach your kids that a car's not a safe place to play it's not a playground you know, it's like back in our days, you know, remind them the old refrigerators. You couldn't get out if you got in, you know, them old latches kind of thing. So it's just a car of any kind, front seat, back seat, trunk. It's not a playground. Yeah. I mean, a lot of additional things could happen there, too. Oh, um, yeah. You know, when my kids were little over at my dad's house, they decided they were going to play in his car and knocked it out of gear and it you know exactly rolled into a fence yeah yeah 
So yep. I mean, but, I've done that as an adult. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, that's true. <laughs> they couldn't even reach the pedals, and they were thinking, "How am I going to stop this car?" Yeah. Tree. So yeah, well, and thankfully the fence, but it wasn't going too fa- too fast. But uh, you know, it can be a scary, th- scary thing there. So um, you know, and kids are going to be mischievous. They are, and they're going to want in and out. So just you know, that's the biggest rule: set the ground rules. It's not a playground. Check your back seats. That's the main one. On you know the changes that we've had in the weather and the changes that we've had in our routines Mm -hmm. you know they're not at daycare they're not at school they're with you so pay attention to them yeah and i guess that's that's something that is is pretty interesting too now that we think about it um our routines last year were a whole lot different than maybe they were before, so we're probably a little bit out of practice. If we are out of practice, and that's why I figured I'd bring this up early, and hopefully we'll save, you know, some of them now on one calls. Yeah. You know, now if you do, let's throw up while we're in there. If you do, what do you do? If you were pull into a shopping center, you see a kid in the car, you see a dog in the car. If they're responding to you, if they're talking to you, they can wave at you, something like that. You know. Um, Go ahead and call 911. Wait for wait with the child or the animal until either, you know, one of the first responders show up or if the adult comes out back to their vehicle. Just kind of remind them that, you know, this is not supposed to be or not supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, too, if the child's not waving at you, you don't think they're sleeping, they're not wanting to talk, they're not moving around, definitely call 911 and get everybody coming because that kid needs to get out. If you can get the kid out or, or the animal out, you know, get them outside and get them moving around, get them into the shade. And if you've got water, you know, give them some water, pour some water on, help them cool off a little mm-hmm. bit. I, I remember seeing some reports about this. I mean, this happens every summer somewhere. Every summer. You know, and, um, you know, the, the person actually knocked the, the the window out in the back seat to get the, the child out. And uh, you got to be careful. If it gets to that point, it's obviously pretty serious. But uh, flying glass can also be a problem. Flying glass. I mean, yeah. Glass that's still stuck. And you're reaching in and dragging your arms over, a child over, an animal over. Yeah, you got to be careful on that. Yeah. So, uh, a lot of things to uh, to th- to think about there in terms of car safety. Uh, anything other car safety things? No, I think that we've pretty much covered it. You know, I mean, the biggest thing is is pay attention to your friends. Pay attention to who's with you. If you've got a new driver, you know, remind them that's taking your child that's in a car seat or a younger child. Um, with them to the grocery store or just out on a drive maybe they got brother or sister with them. exactly you know remind them to do the same thing um i did want to i thought we could kind of stick in here as well uh heat stroke and that kind of thing i mean that's that's something that in the summertime it's hot outside you got to be careful of of those things and um i guess i remember from our conversation a couple of years ago the the big key is to stay hydrated stay hydrated yep stay hydrated you get too hot get in the shade you know um but that's the biggest thing and that's the biggest thing with animals and with children you know keep them hydrated they're out playing even on days like this where it's cloudy kind of misty raining it's still hot so if it's not raining they're out there running around playing they're still going to get dehydrated well, and they're not going to stop. No, they're not going <laughs> to stop to do it. So you got to be the adult and stand in and 
interrupt their fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when um, someone starts to not feel well, uh, I think adults sometimes we, you know, if you especially if you work outside, you're not stopping either. Probably not getting enough to drink. But if you start feeling different, that's when dizzy, you to, lightheaded, yeah. nauseous. You know, if you start cramping then it's that's a pretty quick sign to tell you to get in if you stop sweating that's when it gets worse you know so you know there's different stages of heat stroke heat exhaustion heat cramps things like that but the biggest thing is is don't let it get to that point you know if even if you're doing yard work and you you're sweating whatever you think that t-shirt's holding and whatever that hat band's holding that's pretty much what needs to go back in yeah oh, you know that's, that's so you kind of guesstimate <laughs> okay i got a bottle of water on my shirt armpits you know chest whatever i think i need to drink a bottle of water yeah and um try not to do that stuff in the heat of the day I exactly always, my grandfather was a a farmer and you know there's some things you have to do during the heat of the day but we would do those things that we were you know out in the elements either early or in the late afternoon and if there were things that needed to be done inside the barn or whatever that's when we took some shade yep, if you stay will. shaded <laughs> yeah keep it keep out of the, the sun rays yeah. you know got to watch all that stuff and um well uh before we got a minute or so left and uh i'm sure summertime means a busy time for uh, rutherford county ems yes sir yes sir i mean we've got a lot of you know like i said before boating season's coming around four-wheelers side by sides everybody's getting out walking so it's getting busy then the rain hits we got a little more traffic on the roads you know because everybody's out of school so they're all kind of yeah shuttle bugging around I saw where uh, some information where between 2010 and 2019, we added like 65,000 folks here to the county. I don't doubt it. You're seeing I it. I don't doubt it. I mean, <laughs> after our conversation last month, you know, or last month, yeah, you know, our car volume still running about 3,300 911 calls a month. Goodness. Staying busy. Well, Brent, I appreciate you coming in today and uh, hope you have a. Uh, Good month, and we'll see you next time. Thank you, sir. All right. Brent Carter joining us with Rutherford County Emergency Medical Services today. Don't forget the podcast over at WGNSRadio.com.